Hey friends, it's Jenna Overbaugh here. I'm a licensed professional counselor and I'm here to help you do all the hard things, including busting through your fear, intrusive thoughts, and worry so you can live your best life. Some of my earliest memories were being anxious and I lived my life that way until I learned more about OCD and anxiety. Since then, I learned as much as I could and I've been helping people overcome their fear and worry since 2008. Over the years, I've acquired some of the best education, training, and empowerment tools to help you understand your brain a little bit better and to finally overcome all of that fear that's been holding you back. Now, if you're ready to learn more, let's get to it. Happy freaking new year, you guys. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that we are already in 2024. Thank you so much for being with me. If you are new to this podcast, then my name is Jenna Overbaugh, and I am so excited to dive in to some of the best strategies and tips that are evidence-based for you for OCD and anxiety. In this shorty episode, we're just going to start it off really short, really quick, and right to the point here in 2024. I want to talk to you all about one of my favorite concepts and one of the things that I think was missing for so long in my both personal and professional journey when it comes to OCD. And I really think of my professional journey as an OCD and anxiety specialist as being like before I knew this information and then after. And just my development as a therapist and as a professional after knowing this information and being able to apply it and really be able to hone in on it, it's so much, I'm so much radically better, <laughs> like so much better and so much more effective, so much more to the point. And I'm sure that has had a great impact on my clients too. And so I really want to talk about core fears. So core fears is a critical concept, in my opinion, that you absolutely need to be addressing in your recovery. And so when I say recovery, I don't necessarily mean that you have to have a therapist. If you've been here before by now that I believe really strongly in a lot of self-help strategies, I'm not necessarily as adamant about having to have a therapist. I'm more adamant, especially when you have OCD and anxiety, that the strategies and the tips that you're getting are coming from a good source because I've been burned. I know so many other people who have been burned when it comes to the therapy process and it's, yeah, they can go and get this therapy, but who's to say that therapist actually knows what it is that they're talking about? Who's to say that they are actually specializing in OCD and anxiety? Who's to say that if they do understand OCD and anxiety, that they're actually going over all these nuanced concepts in the way that I would want them to be delivered? It's just so difficult. And I don't want you guys to just think of recovery and think of having to be in a therapist's office. If that's great, if that is something that's accessible to you and you are getting the right delivery and you're getting the right kind of specialization with that therapist, that's amazing. I wish everybody could have that, but it's like finding a needle in a haystack. So my viewpoint and my concern really is that I want people to be getting qualified help. I want people to be getting the right kind of help and the right quality of help via strategies, via tips, via evidence-based treatment. And that doesn't necessarily have to come in the form of one-on-one -on -one therapy, either virtually or in person. It can also come in the form of really great self-help. I have worked with so many people, hundreds if not thousands at this point, of people who have really worked hard on implementing these strategies that I talk about in my podcast, in my digital courses, and they don't necessarily have a therapist and they do great work. It really comes down to the quality of the work and your application and implementation of that work. So when I say recovery, it just means your recovery journey more abstractly and more generally, not necessarily in the one-on-one -on -one therapy kind of environment. If you do not identify core fears in your 
OCD experience, what could happen is that you will be superficially doing these exposures and you will be superficially, consciously or not, giving more credit to this superficial subtype that you think is probably the problem. So say relationship OCD or contamination OCD or uh, hit and run OCD, you're going to continue consciously or not to give credibility to the fact that subtype or that that superficial or peripheral fear is in fact the problem. It's if somebody has a spider phobia or a phobia of heights, it's it's we don't have different treatments necessarily for fear of heights or for fear of spiders, right? Like it's the same treatment and we are working with them to have a different relationship with that thing or those things that they're fearful of. It's not that the spider is the problem. Chances are they have issues with how to tolerate anxiety in general. And so we have to work with that. And so if you're not addressing the core fear, then what could be happening is you might be moving around to all these different targets. You might feel like you are over here working on hit and run OCD and over here working on harm obsessive thoughts. You might be over here working on sexual intrusive thoughts and you're not actually getting to the core fear. So the core fear is really, in my mind, I visualize it almost as if all of these superficial peripheral fears were a singular balloon. What is the thread that binds all of those balloons together? What is the common through line? What is the common thread that links all of those superficial fears together? Kind of what thing or things do these superficial or peripheral fears have in common? Maybe sometimes that core fear comes back down to fear of being a bad person or fear of doing something wrong or fear of disappointing others. A lot of times people in my profession feel like you can only have one core fear. I'm not of that opinion. I feel like, why not? Why couldn't you possibly have more than one core fear? So I think it's possible for people to have a couple of different core fears, maybe feeling like they're afraid of being a bad person or fear of death or fear of being uncomfortable forever. Now, I do think that everyone has an ultimate core fear that everything comes back down to, which is this fear of not being able to handle it. So I do think that is truly at the root of everything universally that we all experience when it comes to fear, this fear that we somehow won't be able to cope or that we won't be able to handle it. And that's such a full circle thing because when you recognize and when you see all of these like superficial OCD things as actually nothing more than just your fear of not being able to cope, we can work on that. We can take you through these exposure exercises and we can take you through these these evidence-based strategies and these treatments and we can put you in these situations so that you can have new learning, so that you can learn that you can handle it, so that you can learn that it's not as bad as you thought that it was, so that you can learn that it's not as catastrophic as you thought that it was. And it's all just so beautiful. And so I think by not addressing the core fear, by not identifying it, by not understanding what core fears are, and by not ultimately having to work on that core fear in your treatment, you are doing yourself a huge disservice and kind of artificially just working on this fearfulness of hitting someone while you're driving, for example, but you're not actually working on the core fear of, oh my gosh, I could make a really big mistake. And what ends up happening when you don't actually get to the core is yeah, sure, fine. Maybe you end up in that example with hit and run. Maybe you're able to continue driving. Maybe you're able to get back in the car because you did all those exposures with driving. But now you're still just as fearful of being a bad person or having done something horrifically bad in this other way. Maybe you're worried about making a horrific mistake at work. And so, again, it was never about the driving, right? And so if it's always about this core fear, then we have to actually work on the core fear. 
it's been an evolving concept. This is not something that I was taught in the beginning of my kind of experience becoming a therapist who specializes in OCD and anxiety. I remember even when I was first starting out being a therapist uh, who specializes in this population, we focused a lot on the subtypes. And I specifically be remember being told by my supervisor at the time, if somebody comes in and it's not straightforward handwashing or checking or rearranging or the main conventional buckets of OCD subtypes that we get, then we would consider sending them somewhere else to get a different treatment. And that was 10 or 15 years ago. And I just cannot even believe how the landscape has changed and how everything has changed. I cannot even imagine like where we'll be maybe 5, 10 or even 15 years from now. But I'm really loving the stage that we're in right now as professionals where we're really focusing on the core fears. I think that's what it's all about. I would never get through a client experience, like more than just a couple of sessions without really going into detail and trying to identify these core fears. I think it's hugely important. It's important to confront the core, like I said, confronting these core fears head on through exposure and response prevention, identifying your core fear, confronting it. I think that's where the beauty and where ultimate freedom is. It really makes me sad that people work so hard on these exposures and they work so hard on this these treatment kind of strategies and then OCD just plays whack-a-mole with them, right? I'm sure so many of you have probably experienced that where OCD just plays whack-a-mole with you. And that is a sure fire sign, a telltale sign that we were focusing on the content and that we weren't actually focusing on the core fear. Because when you work on the core fear, when you do exposures to the core fear, you take away all those moving targets. You're not just trying to go around and pop all those individual balloons. You have one balloon bouquet, and it's one target that you're trying to hunt down, not all these millions of different moving targets. If you want some more information on core fears, and it's okay, Jenna, I understand, but now what the heck do I do? This would be a great time for you to get your booty into the OCD and Anxiety Recovery Blueprint. So the OCD and Anxiety Recovery Blueprint, I go into so much more detail. I can name of the 103 lessons that are in the blueprint, I can name at least three or four that are just about core fears. We talk about how to identify your core fears, how to make sense of your core fears, why that's so relevant to treatment. And I even talk to you about how to um, look more above and beyond abstract, like more abstractly, right? So looking above and beyond in the hit and run example that I gave you guys, looking above and beyond just the driving and looking above and beyond at, okay, where else in my life am I also terrified of making this horrific mistake? And then doing exposures around that stuff. That's so hugely important. And you would all be doing yourselves a disservice to not be doing that work, whether it's with me, someone else, a therapist, but please make sure that you're doing that core fear work. It's so important. If you have any questions about the blueprint, just drop me a line. I'm at hello at jennaoverbaughlpc.com. You can also find me on Instagram at jenna.overbaugh. It's good stuff. But this was just a shorty for today. I'll be back next week with some more juice, with some more details, with some more guidance and strategies for you. Thank you so much for being here. In the meanwhile, I'm your host, Jenna, and keep doing all the hard things. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would take a quick minute to please give it a review. And while you're at it, check out my website at www.jennaoverbaughlpc.com to sign up for my free email newsletter that includes an instant free downloadable PDF to help jumpstart your OCD and anxiety recovery journey. You can also find me on Instagram or TikTok at jenna.overbaugh. If you liked what you listened to here, 
You can download some of my workshops and courses on OCD, anxiety, and treatment at my website as well. Thank you so much again for tuning in. And until next time, keep doing all the hard things. Thank you.